On today's episode, we continue with the five D's of home defense. Today is D number two, detect. Welcome to the Mind Your Self-Defense Podcast, where my goal is to teach men and women how to gain confidence by connecting to their inner badass. I am your host, Sensei Andrew. I am a Black Belt and Krav Maga uh, NRA firearm instructor, a U.S. Navy veteran, and owner of Rise Above Self-Defense. By using interviews with industry professionals, self-defense students, product reviews, and personal experience, I can help guide you to your badass. Welcome back, everybody. I hope everybody had a great week. Uh, Today, we continue the five Ds of home defense, and today we're talking about the second D, which is detect. Okay, last week, we talked about deter, so that's where we were talking about fencing, uh, walls, dogs, um, alarm signs, stuff like that. So to go on the next layer uh, would be to detect. So detect is exactly what it sounds like. Um, cameras, uh, ring doorbells, or any of that kind of stuff. Um, but it's not just put a whole bunch of cameras up and and stuff like that. You actually have to know what you're looking at when you're looking at it. So you want to set up your cameras in a particular way to where you understand where that person is related to your house. So one of the old but very simple techniques that's been used over the time through militaries is what you do is you get your house, you get a, a, a schematic of your house, or you draw a basic outline of your house, including the perimeter. And what you do is you cut it up into grids or into sections. So, you know, if you have most houses are square or rectangular, you cut the house into four squares, um, including the, the front yard and the backyard and the side and everything into one section. So cut the house in half one way horizontally and then cut the house in half vertically. And you should have four equal squares. Um, then you can name them like zone A, zone B, zone C, zone D, or you can name it, you know, square one, square two, square three, square four, whatever you decide to name it. You could, you can, uh, uh, give it whatever kind of name. If you want to get into the military stuff and using the phonetic alphabet, you can, you know, zone alpha, bravo, charlie, delta, however you want. Um, but you need to know what each zone is. So if you have a camera, say, so zone A and B should be your front house, the front of your house. Should be the left and the right, or the right and the left, however you decided to do it. And C and D should be the back of your house, okay? Again, it's a left or right, however you decided to cut your house up. So if you have cameras, in zone A, in zone A, and zone B, 
when you're looking at the camera, you should know what zone it's at. Because it, it doesn't matter if you see the person jumping the wall. Unless your wall is multicolored or something silly like that, you're not going to know what section of the wall they're jumping over. So this is why you want to have your cameras set up with zones uh, labeled zone A, zone B, zone C, zone D. Um, so, you know, just think about that when you do that. And what you want to do is you want to make sure that when you set up your cameras, you want overlapping coverage. Just like we talked about last year or last week with um, the overlapping fields of fire, it's the same principle with your cameras. It's just like, you know, uh, last week we talked about the, the deter. So if you had your fence or whatever, we put some rose bushes around it. It gives you another layer of stuff that they have to go through. Um, now it's the same principle here with the overlapping fields of fire with the cameras. Because if I have camera A and it's only monitoring zone A, and camera B is only monitoring camera zone B, there's going to be a gap in between the cameras. And we don't want that. So to prevent that, what you do is you got overlapping views, uh, vision, um, instead of fire because we're not shooting. So what you want is you want camera A to cover a section of camera B and you want camera B to cover a section of camera A. So you have a camera in zone A partially covering some of zone B and then you have a camera in zone B partially covering uh, zone A. So that little line that you drew on your your map when you split your house uh, into fours, you want a camera that goes from zone A that goes over that line a little bit into zone B. And then same thing, you want a camera that is zone B that goes over that line a little bit in zone A. It doesn't matter if you see the people if you don't know where they're located according to your property okay I know that it probably sounds like why do I have to go through so much of this you know I know my house I know my property I know all this do I really need to go to this extent for security of my house the answer is no you don't but if you put in the work now you don't have any stress or adrenaline to worry about. Because if you ever get put in a situation where you have um, someone trying to get into your house, your stress and adrenaline are going to spike and you're not going to be thinking rationally. You're not going to have time to figure stuff out. If you already put in the work now, when there's no stress and adrenaline, um, then when stress and adrenaline kick in, 
you're going to be able to adapt a lot faster. You're going to look at the camera and you're going to be like, okay, I know exactly where they are in relation to my house. Where if you don't put in the work now, if and when it happens, you're going to be so stressed out that you're not going to be thinking about where they are in relation to your property. Okay, so again, it's not just know where they're at. It's know where they're at in relation to your property. So you know how much time you have. If they're at your front door, you're not going to have the same amount of time as if they were outside of the gate still. So this is why you need to... Uh, Know where the person is in relation to your property and to where you are. Okay, so um, this is this is why we do the overlapping, so we don't have any gaps, and we do uh, the deterring the deterring to give you more time. If they get through your deterrence, then. You know, the next thing is to detect, which is to know where they're at on your property. Not only with cameras, another way to deter and to detect is with lights, security lights. Okay, uh, these could be motion lights or they could be lights that are on all the time. Uh, you know, they, they stay on. All night and then they turn off during the day or they could be motion lights that whenever there's uh, motion they turn on it, how you want to lay it out is totally up to you guys um, I have solar lights around my house and I have them motion uh, so you know um, if my dogs are outside they set them off which is fine I want them to go off. It's a kind of instant sign that something's in my backyard. As opposed to leaving them on steady. There's no instant, hey, look, something's in the backyard. Because the light's on all the time. So I just want you guys to think about that. But same thing with the lighting. You want it to overlap just like the cameras okay um you know whatever budget you have i mean my solar lights i bought them on amazon i think it was like 70 bucks for four um i've had them for five six years now and they're all weather they're all weather cameras um i'm sorry um all weather um, lights and like I said they're solar powered they have three levels one is uh, uh, constantly on motion and then uh, motion and then it's motion when it turns on motion turns it on and it stays on for the rest of the night and then there's motion where uh, when the motion is not detected anymore, it uh, it turns off. That's the that's the one I have because 
like I said, I like to know if something's moving in my backyard. So when I know the light turns on, uh, I know that something's there. When the light turns off, something's not there. That's just me. That's my personal preference. Um, so you want to back up the light with the camera. Again, another layer. So, um, you know, cameras are great. Cameras are not going to stop people from getting into your house. Lights are great. They're not going to stop people from getting into your house. But it will deter people from getting into your house. And you want to you wanna deter. Cameras work. Uh, cameras work okay as a deterrent. But nowadays people are not so afraid of cameras as they were before. Um, so I think you have a better chance with lights. Not only that, the cool thing is that if you put your lights next to your cameras, you want to make sure that the camera does not get blinded by the light. You want them to enhance each other, not to block each other. And what I mean by that is that if you have a camera and there's bright light in front of it, you're not going to be able to see what's on the camera so make sure that when you set up your light you either have it above or below your camera so you could enhance uh, the camera and not actually block some of the, the, the view um, if any of you guys have been driving any time in your life and you're driving towards the sun and the sun is blinding you. It's the same principle of having a light in front of a camera um, that the light is blocking, is blinding the camera. So just make sure that when you do that, you, you set it up to where it's not doing that. Um, if you guys aren't sure about doing your own cameras, uh, you could hire someone to do it. Uh, but now the cameras are so simple and so light that it's not um, as difficult to install as they used to be. I mean, now you have a lot of wireless stuff. You can get them at Sam's Club, Costco. They have a whole kit. You could get that simple safe alarm that gives you cameras. You could buy ring cameras. They don't only just do doorbells. They actually have cameras that you can mount outside. Um, and the cool thing about that is that everything runs on the app. So everything's going to your phone. Um, so instead of you watching a monitor or whatever, you have uh, everything going to your phone. And then on the Ring app is pretty cool where you could set up your zones and everything on your phone. So if someone's in zone A, uh, it will show up on my phone Oh, if someone's in zone A or if someone's in zone B or camera C is going off and then I know, okay, that's someone in my backyard, you know, that kind of stuff. So um, with technology nowadays, it makes it a lot more simpler, simpler, uh, but you just have to, you have to do it. You just have to, it's like, you're not going to win the lottery if you don't buy the ticket. 
same thing. You're not going to be safe if you don't set up your house to be as safe as possible. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to give you guys some pointers on, on how to do it. Again, it doesn't have to be super high-tech cameras. You don't need a full-blown um, state-of-the-art military-grade system. Any system is better than no system at all. So, you know, however, whatever your budget is. And you don't have to do it all at once. Um, if you want to buy one camera or two cameras you could have one in your front yard and one in your backyard and then later on as um as you know you get a little more budget then what you could do is you could uh buy another camera and add it to you know instead of having zone a which would be the whole front of the house and zone b be the whole back of the house because you don't have enough cameras to break it into four zones uh save up some money and then when you're able to buy another camera then you could have zone a b front of the house left and right and then zone c the back of the house um and then when you're able to uh buy another camera then buy another camera now you have four zones if your house is small enough then you don't have to worry about four zones. Then don't worry about four zones. If you live in an apartment, all you have to do is cover the front door. That's it. I mean, you're not gonna have you're not gonna have so many deterrents because you're not gonna have a yard and all that stuff. If you live in an apartment where you have to get buzzed in or something like that, that's your first that's your first deterrent. Uh but you want to have at least a camera inside your house or inside your apartment covering your front door. Uh, or you could do a motion detector camera, whatever. There's so much, so much technology that you could do now that, you know, it'll send it to your phone. So you, you could be in your bed and you know if someone's um, outside your door or inside your house. So that's the whole thing. It, it gives you time to react. It's going to take you a couple seconds to process what's going on, especially if you're in a sound sleep. Um, it's going to take you a little bit to understand what's going on. Most of us are going to go to the belief that, oh, it must be a, a, a raccoon or something in my backyard or, or it's not some person trying to break into my house that's the first thing is that most people think that it's something other than what it could really be um a coyote a, a cat whatever animal you think that could set off your motion detectors in your backyard or in your front yard um but in reality it could be a person if you're in an apartment you don't have to worry about the coyotes and all that kind of stuff so chances are that if you have a motion detector going off in your apartment you know that it's someone there that's not going to not doing you any favors okay so 
like I said, if you're in a sound sleep, you're going to have a hard time or it's going to take you a little bit of time processing. Okay, I just woke up from a sound sleep. My motion detector is going off. I look at my camera or I look at my phone and I see someone there. Okay, now I'm processing. It's like, what? Did I really see someone in it? So I go back to my camera and I see, yep, there's someone in my apartment. And you're like, oh, crap. Okay. By that time, that person could be in your room. So, you know, you want to have as many layers as possible. If you live by yourself... Please, 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 please lock your door to your room. Okay? It just gives you another layer. You're not, if you're in an apartment, you don't have the same kind of protection as someone in the house. You don't have that space. So you have to be way more secure. And most apartments nowadays have a restroom and the bedroom behind the same door. What I mean by that is the, the same door of the room. There might be another door separating the, the bedroom from the restroom, but to get into the room itself, you have to go through one door. That is a key. Lock that. There's no reason for you I know people don't like sleeping with the doors closed and, and stuff like that. But the easier you make it for someone to get into your room or to get to you, that's exactly it. The easier it is for someone to get to you. Make them work for it. The harder you make them work for it, the better chance of you have them saying, screw this, this person's not worth it. Okay? So that's where I am with detection. There's apps out there that you could put on your phone that you could pair up with cameras like Ring. And um, you just want to know where, where people are. Okay. Uh, if you're not down with putting cameras into, around your house, at least put the lights that is another deterrent okay you know when people do not want to break in if they have a good chance of being seen so it's just another level of deterrent that backs up your your wall or your dog or your alarm sign um, okay so I want you guys to keep that in mind um and it doesn't have to be a, a super high-tech budget. You can buy stuff on Amazon. And, uh, you know, you just want them to be bright. I mean, like I said, the ones I have are solar lights. Uh, and they're solar LED lights. And I've had them for like five, six years. And they've been through all the rain and all that stuff. And they're still working good. Um, don't have any issues with them. Okay. On next week's episode, we'll talk about the third D of home defense, which is deny. So if you guys have any questions, comments, collab ideas, uh, you can reach me at andrew at riseaboveselfdefense.com. 
or you can visit the website at www.riseabovesoftdefense.com. And remember, only you can unleash your inner badass.